Hey everyone, it's Ben. Uh, you may have noticed we didn't put an episode out last week, uh, and uh, you may notice that this episode sounds like it was probably recorded for last week. That's uh, that's because it was. Uh, we got uh, just super hammered. I had a birthday, and we went on a bunch of different podcasts to promote Space Oddities, and in the uh, you know post-launch haze... Never got around to uh, getting this bad boy out to you, so uh, we're getting it out to you this week. You might notice that uh, there's some news that came out that we didn't cover because it hadn't happened yet, and uh, also uh, some of our recommendations may be a bit out of date, but uh, I think you'll enjoy the show anyway. Welcome to the Geek Explore Not Off-Topic Debrief, where uh, I'm Ben Robinson. Yeah, and I'm John Williams. <laughs> this is the show where... We uh, often have trouble nailing the beginning, but not for that reason. It's usually the second person who I am uh, trailing off and not knowing what to say. But uh, <laughs> wow, you, you really pre-trailed off there. That was great. Like I went to press the record button and realized it was already repressed. So I, I was almost thinking where we've been recording for 15 minutes and uh, I didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is our off-week show where we do not have a topic, hence the off-topic debrief. Um, every other week, we just get together and we bullshit, and that is what tonight's going to be. You know, some some days have a lot more news and stuff to discuss, um, but we don't have a whole lot. I mean, I'm sure things happen, but we've been extremely busy, so I, you know, I think it's even kind of surprising that we're having a show. Kind of almost forgot about it. Like, we... We're going through stuff, and like late yesterday, I was like, "Oh yeah, we have a podcast too." Yeah, we should do something about that. Yeah, I just sort of figured I'm like, "Well, you know, we we all know that my kid's got a birthday on Saturday and got shit to do, so I'm sure we'll we'll just default to Sunday night." Yeah. Uh, so how you doing, Ben? Uh, I'm I'm doing well. Yeah. It's burn season again, so I burned a whole bunch of shit up on the front side of the property, and it looks. Like a thousand times better than it oh, ever has. Oh, really nice. Yeah, it's all nice and open now. No bonfire, huh? Uh, I mean, no party. There was definitely a bonfire. Oh. But it was just uh, up me cutting things with a chainsaw and Annie throwing those things on the fire. Oh, man. That would have been fun. I love those burn piles. Oh, there will be more. Good. We are not out. How about you, John? How's, uh, how's your week going? Uh, not bad. Yeah. Um, busy week. Uh, it was my kid's birthday yesterday. So we had a party. You were there for that. Thank you very much to you and your family for fucking helping me out in a big, bad way. Um, I felt bad when you guys were leaving. I was like, man, I feel like, like, I wish I, I, I could have done more than just be stressed for a couple hours and then say, thanks. See you guys later. You know, we thought the same thing. <laughs> well, that, that, that's my fear, of course. No, we did not think. Okay. Um, yeah. Went to one of my kids' friends' birthday parties today. Went and got me an MRI and an x-ray today. It was my first MRI. Oh, how was that? It was interesting. It was about 20 minutes long. Uh, lots of weird noises. Like, yeah, that's like what I heard. It did, they did a bunch of like little tests anywhere from like two to three minutes generally and but they all sound different and some of them actually sounded like they had like a beat to them like they had a rhythm so i was just like making songs up in my head um i i had my eyes closed the entire time because you know they ask you several times if you're claustrophobic and i'm like i, I you know i i don't i don't have like a history of claustrophobia but if i think about it i will be yeah be like i'll let you know yeah so they give you a little thing to squeeze in case um in case you need to get out um, or you need them for anything, they can stop the test. But no, I just closed my eyes and it was kind of a tight squeeze on my arms, which 
felt okay because, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm just broad shoulders and I got these big old beefy arms. Like if I had trouble like squeezing in because of my <laughs> gut that's on top, you know, then, then that would have been a, a problem. It was all right. But no, it's been good. I mean, everybody, uh, all of our listeners got, uh, their, their like three episode reprieve from me bitching about weather. Uh, cause I got up here. It's fucking cold. Yeah. Got, got heaters on. Uh Oh, there's some, maybe some background noise from my heater, which is currently on down on the floor. Yeah. So is mine. It, uh, those aren't as bad as the AC is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gnarly. They're a little, uh, a little more low key. So fucking cold weather. Oh, it's so butt ass cold up here. I don't think, uh, like Dan from the movie seller or either <laughs> the grand rapidians will have any sympathy for us feeling cold. Yeah. And <laughs> get up and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? What do you mean it's 55 degrees? <laughs> it might be a little colder than that up here right now. Yeah, I think but. it's supposed to be in like the 40s tonight, which honestly, I love. I'm super yeah. stoked for it. I, I still haven't had an occasion to really light a fire in my uh, fireplace yet. But when we were doing the burn pile, it was like almost 60 degrees out and it was way too hot to be standing next to a, a fire with 15 foot tall flames yeah yeah that's a big old fire it was fucking hot i like 40 degrees for that weather yeah yeah when we had that bonfire party last year it was fucking chilly and it was nice to have a big ass fire but yeah man i'm i'm happy the season's on i've, I've had i've had a few soups and angelina's made chili a couple times i like had chili tonight we had like deconstructed chili dogs mm. and it was delicious so what's that? Do you just cut up some hot dogs and throw it in the chili? Yeah, and... so you had like kielbasas that were cut up mm -hmm. and uh, cornbread yeah. on the side and uh, yeah, chili and like cheese and onions. Yeah, we did that with my family last night. Yeah, so yeah, it, was like, it was like a chili dog stew. Yeah, I should have thought to throw to cut up some dogs. Uh, Angelina does a white turkey chili, so it's oh I've had that. It's, it's not as much of a of a like a chili dog chili. It's yeah. not like the cumin you know uh, chili powder. Like what you think of when you think of chili or chili cook-off chili, chili, chili. <laughs> uh, so yeah. What do you want to talk about? Kickstarter? Want to just lead yeah. with, with, with self-promotion? To be blatantly honest, that is the thing we've spent the most amount of time fucking with over yeah. the last uh, week and a half or so is getting that ready and it is launched. And, uh. I feel good. Like, it's nice to have it, uh, like once it launched, you know, we still have to do promotion and we've got, you know, we got a whole bunch of shows that we're going to be on that, that I'll me we'll mention here in a minute mm -hmm. so that everyone knows kind of where to look for us. But, uh, it was such a mad dash at the end there to kind of make sure everything was ready and perfect and right that, uh, it feels like at least that bit of load was off and the first couple of days of the launch went really well. Yeah. The first 12 hours, especially we were, we, we were what? 25% funded in 12 hours. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, like, like it just did, you know, takes, took some of the stress out of it and, uh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a feeling, there's a feeling of accomplishment, like having it, like, like there, there was nothing that we had to be like, Oh fuck, we need to change that. Oh, except maybe Chris Alvarez's name. Yeah. I fucked that up, but, but whatever. <laughs> like like the, we weren't, we weren't missing pieces of the campaign. Like it was up, it was ready to go. I, I botched getting on our, uh, on our fucking Twitter live stream launch thing. That, that was a fucking mess. Yeah. And I think part of that's Twitter's fault. The way they have their spaces work, not super intuitive, and uh, doesn't work on all devices. Yeah, it doesn't work on 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 Chrome browser on uh, on a Mac or an iPad. Yeah. Uh, so you need that that Twitter app, apparently. 
Yeah, which is uh, a bit of a bummer, but you know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it was still fun. Yeah, still, yeah, still it, did it exactly. And, I mean, uh, it it might have even been a little more entertaining that that you just got to talk a lot of shit about me <laughs> while I could hear you. Um, but yeah, things are going well. Um, we're sharing stuff on the social medias if you follow us there. Um, yeah, you've or heard at least about us it per- personally, especially. But yeah, I'm excited. There's still a lot more work to do. But I think we are currently, as of as of recording time on Sunday here, we are sitting at about 40% funding. And we're uh, yeah, got like 31, three days in. At the end, we got 31 days to go. Yep. So, uh, I mean, don't take that as a license to procrastinate. You know, go ahead and go go yeah. back right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you're interested at all, I mean, we've got the, we've got, if you weren't around for the first issue, we've got the, the first issue bundled with the second We've got all sorts of new nifty uh, little rewards. We've got stainless steel bookmarks. We, we're doing trading cards. Um, we've got the the favorites like the sketch cover and the original illustrations by both of us. You can get yourself drawn into the book. You can get a page of original art, um, the actual comic book art. So there's there's something for everyone. Yeah, we're there. gonna have trading cards and metal bookmarks. I, I said both of that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was reading. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this before. I know what we have. I don't need to listen to you talk about it. Uh, we do have a couple early bird specials for um, like print plus print and digital, and then the we've got a variant cover this time by the uh, properly spelled Chris Alvarez. Yeah, Alvarez. We've got an early bird special where that's, you know, a few bucks cheaper that uh, runs through the 11th. So that's a reason to go check it out right now. Yeah, yeah. It's time sensitive. And if you just like see a bundle that you like that doesn't have something you want, then check the add-ons because there are there are a number of things you can just add on for an additional fee. Yeah, which is a new thing Kickstarter started doing since the last time we did this. Yeah. I like it. It makes it a lot easier. You don't have to have like... All these different variations of bundles. Yeah. You, know, you can just toss, you know, have some stuff that like that's the, that, you know, that's one of the ways you can get the first one or you can get the variant cover if you want to do something else and pick one of those up, which is cool. And, you know, even if you're not into comics, there are there are two things you should do. Go read the campaign because Ben fucking killed it. It's a very cleverly written fun campaign. All the rewards have interesting descriptions. It's not just like, get this thing, get this thing. You know, it's it's fun. Um, and then also, uh, if, if you're not into comics and for whatever reason, you know, I'm, I'm not saying like, if I'm not saying you're some kind of asshole, but if you're just not, if you're not into the whole Kickstarter thing and you don't, you don't want to support the best or you don't want to back the best way you can support us is to share it on social media. Chances are you have some, some friend that likes comic books in some form or likes, you know, goofball space comedy adventures and they might be interested in it or their friends might. So just go ahead and share it on social media. Tell somebody about it and get the word out. Did we mention it's called space oddities? I know we've done that before. I think we might've not mentioned that. Coming I don't into think this so. Section. Yeah. This is space oddities. Number two, after a successful, uh, a, a successful campaign for number one. Oh, and we are featured as one of Kickstarter's projects we love, yeah. they said. We were really stoked to get that uh, get that badge on there. Yeah, actually, I was going to, like, Google, like, how do you get that? Like, what, is, what does that mean, and, and what is the, how is how do you go about getting that? Like, pulled up the campaign and saw that it was already on there. So I was like, oh, I guess I don't need to worry about how to get it, but that's cool. I guess it is, like, 
personally picked by like a, a team at Kickstarter yep. like, that like looks at stuff and goes, yeah, I like that. I think it probably helps to have a strong start so that you kind of pop out to them yeah. a bit, Yeah, which, which is cool for us because we had that, but it, it kind of a bummer for stuff like, uh, you know, oh, you have a strong start. Let us help you be stronger. It's like, if you had a weak start, like you don't get the extra push, Yeah, but you know. Start a, stronger. Yeah, <laughs> do better. <laughs> Get good oh, new. And there, there's my there's my karma going down. <laughs> but as I mentioned earlier, we will be on um, talking about the book uh, process. You know, whatever other people want to talk about, um, we'll we're going to show up and talk about uh, on a number of different shows coming up. We're going to be on Cheers to Comics. John, you're going to be on the Movie Seller for their uh, Get in the Door series. Uh, we're yeah. going to be on Hops Geek News. Uh, we're going to be uh, recording with, uh, like, doing a live thing on next Saturday at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, uh, on, uh, shit. it's on a Twitter space, but uh, I think he knows what he's doing with uh, Bifrost Industries. And then we're going to record with Online Warriors after that and Assorted Goods and Catch the Craze. And then we're going to have him on because he's got a book. Uh, on our next uh, Creator's Corner, we're going to record right after that. Okay. And then Tattoo Squid. We've got all of those lined up. So, And we're also going to be doing a live stream uh, with uh, Empire's Comics Vault and Hot Sauce. Uh, it's their Kickstart This. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's it's their show yeah. <laughs> where, where they feature a, an artist with a, with a Kickstarter. And, uh, but that will be live on um, on Tuesday, November 23rd. Um, at five fifteen p.m. So just keep your eyes out. Uh, the PST. the event's going to be created. Yes, yeah. The um, the event's going to be created on Facebook, and I believe he also puts it out on Twitter. We'll keep you posted on that. Bitching. Yeah, and there may be a couple more in there too. I've still got a couple of people that haven't gotten back to me about dates. Yeah, and stuff, so. yeah. I got I got one other guy I need to talk to. So basically, we're going to be whoring ourselves out as much as we possibly can. Yeah, and as long as the shows don't have the same like rubric of questions, then it might be a different uh, type of entertaining show every time. Well, and most of the ones I've talked to, I, you know, I've said, you know, hey, we've got a podcast, so like, if you want to just have us on and we could talk about whatever you normally do, and we'll, you know, if you give us a few minutes to talk about, let people know about space oddities, that'd be great. But you know, if you want to have us come on and and do something fun, like like you're going on the movie cell, you're you know, you're not. That's not just to talk about the comic. You're going on oh, to really? talk about something else. I think we're going to talk about comics. Yeah. <laughs> for the most yeah. part about making comics, but yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's exciting. Yeah. It's going to be a busy month. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a busy, busy few months. I mean, to be honest, like I, after, after it funds, there's also all the work of getting, yeah. the, getting the stuff <laughs> into your hands. So that's good kind of busy though. Yeah. That's the fun stuff. Yeah. And once, once all the art's done, I'm going to try to jump right. Like we'll have to have an afternoon where we write the scripts for number three. And then, uh, and then I'm going to get a head start on that. Cause I don't want to do it every, you know, once every year, I think it'd be really cool to, to get it at least twice a year. Yeah. That would be fun. So, uh, what do you got on your notes? Anything happening that's, uh, that's interesting besides our comic book? So I saw something that I thought was really cool. I don't know if you're going to think it's as neat. Uh, it should make for a great conversation. 
I, I think I can make it that. Is it about construction? No, it's about cars. Oh, boy. <laughs> Is it about that cars? Maybe. Oh, okay. So Odin and I were talking a while back, like, uh, like I've, I've always been a real big fan of like the square body Chevy, kind of you know, like the blazer that's out there, you know, where it's, yeah. it's that, uh, you know, from 1973 through like the, maybe even the early nineties. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's just what Chevy's pickup trucks look like. And I, to me, that looks like what a pickup truck should. Yeah. My first was an S10. Yeah. Small, but I loved it. And Odin and I were talking about how, like, I really hope that they bring back because it's going to be the 50th anniversary of the square body in 2023 it would be so cool if they just made a truck that looked exactly like that but it was like modern Mm -hmm. and uh just sold it because i might buy one because i fucking love the way that truck looks and i saw something that ford did they uh, it's a concept car but they came out with a uh like concept truck they're calling the the f100 illuminator it's it's basically highlighting their they've got a new electric crate motor Mm mm-hmm that I, from what I can tell, the idea is that you could take the motor out of like an old Ford, whatever, and put this crate motor in, but it's electric and you just put, hook a battery up and it ties into the old drivetrain. So you could convert whatever you want to electric. Interesting. And they did it with a 78 Ford pickup, which uh, is also just a cool old looking truck. And so they basically like made a brand new one. It's got like a new interior with like, you know, like digital screens and shit. Still had hand crank windows, which I really appreciated. <laughs> it's a really rad idea. Like, cause I love classic cars a lot. And uh, I would really like for some of the older ones to come back and not in like the reimagined, you know, the reimagined Mustang or the, re- you know, the, what they did to the, what they did to the blazer. I don't know if you've seen the new Chevy blazer. It just looks like every no. other shitty crossover piece of garbage. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not much of a car guy, but I, I did appreciate it a few years back when they, when they made the new modern, both Mustang and Camaro, but like totally like retro style. Like I, I, I did appreciate that a bit. I mean, maybe that's just because I grew up in the, in the time of like the nineties Mustangs and Camaros and those things are fucking trash. Yeah, absolutely. Even Corvette was trash in the nineties. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and I think like, like the Dodge Challenger is one of the ones that also did it really well. Like it's got a real good classic muscle car style to it. Yeah. Challenger. And I think also the Charger. Charger a little bit less. So it was a little bit more sedan. Like it looked a little bit tougher. Yeah. Like it still had like the big front. Yeah. But it, the Challenger looks like a, an old muscle car like it, yep. it i like i i considered buying one of those can't imagine you driving one of those which would be incredibly impractical for someone that works construction so yeah. that's why i didn't <laughs> buy it because i could not justify that purchase yeah dirty construction trucks that, that's what i see yeah. you driving <laughs> your wife's got the nice suv but, but yeah. yeah yeah but so uh what i wanted to ask you is so if you could have any like any car from the past like made new what would you want? Would you would you want an old uh, what? It was like an eighty nine S ten. I mean, I, yeah, I think I think my first car was an I think it was an eighty eight Chevy S ten midnight blue. Oh, I would love to get one of those again, just for for the memories. It's so weird how much how everybody has a fond memory of their first car, regardless of how much of a pile of shit it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. This thing was gutless. <laughs> it used to, it used to spit out radiator fluid onto like the floor. Yeah. Le- leaking heater. Cord. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I, I destroyed that thing. I ran it into the ground cause I, I didn't maintain it. I don't know. There, there's also like, okay. So Corvette I feel has made a comeback in a big, bad way in the last like 10 years. Like, like the Corvettes have looked 
fantastic after the trash that was the 90s. But I'm no car expert. But like I, I was raised by a man who loved his Corvettes. You know, so my my dad's favorite car is the Corvette. Absolutely. Um, but I loved that it was like the like the I think it was 80 through 83 or maybe 80 through 82. Just the the body style for that. It still had like the I don't I don't know if it was if it was the Stingray or the or no, maybe it was the Mako where where it did like the big like swoops over yeah, the front tires. Like it, yeah. it looked like a Batmobile. Yep. You know, just very small scale. And and my dad had one for a little bit when I was in my twenties. And I remember thinking like, well, if he goes and he leaves this to me, like I'm going to turn this into a Batmobile. <laughs> Even if it's just cardboard taped to the back. Yeah. Yeah. There, there will be fins on this and it will be black, but, um, you know, taking, it was like T-top taking the, uh, the, the, oh yeah, that's right. The things off the top and just fucking cruising down white rock road. Like it, Corvette, like the way it hugs the road is different than any other car I'd driven. And it's so fucking front heavy. And you, you know, I just, I felt, I felt awesome. Like yeah. I, I just felt like a, like a much more awesome specimen, uh, when I was driving that. So something with more of that, that design style, you know, with, with just the big swoops over the tires and, and, you know, just sharp lines. Like I, I really enjoyed that car. So just an, an 89 Batmobile. Somebody needs to make a production 89 Batmobile. <laughs> well, I mean, of course. I, that that would that would clearly be my answer, but I was like I'm going to I'm going to try to think of an actual car. car. Yeah. Well, when I was thinking about this, like I thought about that like I think the perfect th- person to do that would be Tesla. Like cuz Elon Musk does things just cuz it's cool and he could afford to buy the rights to make a Batmobile from Warner Brothers. I yeah. And just price that into the car. If they just made like the Model B for Batmobile, I would want to buy the fuck out of that. Yeah, yeah. You put a little propane tank in the back so that like when you put like the, was it ludicrous mode or whatever that they have, where you switch it into like sport mode where it goes extra fast and has little flames that come out. <laughs> I would love that. Ludicrous mode. <laughs> no, but what about you? Specific I mean, car. Valiant? I, no, I mean, I, like, I mean, I would, like I said before, I'd love to see the, like a, a, a proper square body oh, Chevy okay. come back or, or. Any of the big muscle cars, like a you know a uh, like a, a seventy five super stock Nova. Okay, I've really yeah, love that one. I think it's just a good looking muscle car. Yeah, Preston's dad was huge on his. I can't remember exactly what year, but it but it was mid seventies Chevy Nova. He had a yellow one that he always talked about when we were kids. Yeah, they looked right. My grandpa had one. It was it was like the shitty V six model. Like it was not a fast muscle car. My sister drove it for a while. Yeah, that does sound familiar. It's got that, you know, the, you know, the, the classic swooping back and the big giant front. Yeah. Just good old American muscle. Yeah, like like if you were in Death Race, you would want something yeah, like that. Exactly. So, I guess uh no segue, jumping over to like the one thing I had I actually had written on my notes. Um we got a trailer for The Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, we the, did. The new Boba Fett series coming to Disney Plus. Um, when we last saw Boba Fett on The Mandalorian, he had taken over the throne of Jabba the Hutt. Um, uh, is is that actually on Tatooine, or is that just another? I think it's on Tatooine. Okay. I mean, it was it was on Tatooine or, originally. That's yeah, that's where what I was Jabba thinking. The Hutt was so. okay. Yeah, I was trying to remember if that was just if that actually was Tatooine, or if that was just me as a kid going, "That's also a desert planet. It's got to be Tatooine." Yeah, no, it's it is Tatooine, which is outside of Hut space. But like that's his little fiefdom. Oh, hot space. So, what'd you think? 
I mean, it looked kind of like more of the Mandalorian production value wise. And it's, I believe it's headed up by the same team by mm -hmm. and large. So I'm optimistic. I mean, it, lo it looked cool. I mean, it's very much the, the Boba Fett from the Mandalorian who is tangentially related to the Boba Fett that I had in my head as a child, I guess. He wears similar armor, but he's not... Uh, he's I, not the character you imagined he would yeah, be? I think yeah. so. Yeah, I wanna, and I think, I mean, even in canon, I don't think he's the character he was. Like, he seems like he went through, you know, all, that, all those years without his armor wandering around. Like, he's definitely a different person than he was when he was just a, you know, you know feckless bounty hunter. Yeah. You know, it's cool to see a Boba Fett show, but I like, I, I'm not sure I've, I've really bought in on, on that Boba Fett yeah. yet, but this is their chance to sell him to me. Yeah, I think I think my, my opinion on the whole Mandalorian verse has been tainted by the, uh, the issues I was having in the second season, especially with special effects, and it just not quite matching up and living up and stuff. Like, in this trailer, like, I came out of it just kind of angry. Like, I felt like I just saw two and a half minutes of a lot of bad special effects and I'm, I'm scared going into it. Like I, I, I kind of don't even want to watch it. Oh really? Yeah. I watched it on my phone. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be watching the actual show on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Say, <so. laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Nothing stuck out to me. And you know, growing up, I Boba Fett to me, I, I mean, thinking about it now, like he's probably like the Wolverine or the Gambit or the Cable of yeah. the Star Wars universe. I think that's accurate. And I'm just not into that thing. So, like, I was never a big... I, I never gave a shit about Boba Fett when I was a kid. Yeah, he's nothing like Cyclops or Superman. Or Luke Skywalker. Yeah. When they announced that fucking Luke Skywalker show, I am there. You know, that, that Obi-Wan show, which... I don't know what's going on with it. I haven't heard anything in a while, but... I heard something about it resuming production, maybe? Good. But it was a rumor, so I don't even know if it's true. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the fuck out of that. Like, I want to see, I want to see Jedi, not Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam Jackson just seemed absurd to me. And in fact, it's not that I don't want to see Mace Windu. I don't want to see Sam Jackson. Yeah, if they get someone else to play Mace Windu, yeah, maybe. Or like, can you imagine like Lawrence Fishburne as Mace Windu, like back in the day? You know, like, yeah. I mean, he was already Morpheus, like at the exact same time, but still just someone a bit more, somebody that I could take seriously or that, yeah. you know, like, like if, if they had like Matt Damon playing Obi-Wan Kenobi, I'd be like, that's fucking Matt Damon. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't want to see, I don't want to see a recognizable face. I brought it up because it seemed like it was something to talk about, but like, as you were talking about it and, and I was waiting to give my opinion, I was like, it seems like one of those things where like I had a really shitty day and I just asked somebody how their day was. So they would ask me so I could bitch about it. <laughs> I was like, Oh man, no, I feel like I just, I just set everyone up to hear me bitch. No, but. I mean, I think Disney does have a bit of an issue, uh, with, I mean, they've just gone all in on star Wars and Marvel and, uh, shit's going to burn out. Uh, you know, I mean, it's hard to keep that stuff shining bright when you're just producing loads of it. Yeah. Of varying qualities as mm -hmm. well. Like it's not, it's not all like, you're not like taking your time to make everything really good. You're just producing content because you know, you're going to make a fuck ton of money on it. And I mean, that's what Disney, you know, that's kind of their shtick. Yeah. Eternals came out this weekend. I don't have any of the box office totals, but apparently like critics 
Like it, it actually had a rotten score from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I, I guess the the but, the viewers like the audience score is better. Yes, yeah, aud- so. audience is fresh. But I'm not shocked by that because people love their Marvel. I feel like over time though, I'm just I'm I'm getting to the point where some of my you know my buddies that were more cynical when I was younger, you know, that where they were just like, "Fuck, I don't read superhero comics because it always just ends right where it began. You know, the good guy's gonna win. There's no consequences." Like. That's kind of how I'm feeling about about uh, about Marvel movies. It's like I don't I don't feel like there's any actual weight. Well, and they're you know, it's the Eternals, which I have absolutely no familiarity with whatsoever. Yeah, and uh, they're not characters I cared about in the first place. So when I go to see the movie, they're gonna have to sell the characters to me to see if I could care about them and the movie. Well, I'm sure they're gonna try their damnedest in very fun, quippy ways. Yes. You will. You'll just love those wacky Eternals. I did hear some stuff around it saying that it wasn't, that it was less formulaic than the rest of the Marvel movies, which. Good. Which is good. I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. (laughs) It's just, it is a good thing that they're stepping, that, you know, they're willing to step outside the formula. Yeah. And they've got, they've got Chloe Zhao behind it, who's a two-time Oscar winner, I believe. And. It's it's a good thing for for diversity as well, you know, because like like we talked about once on the show before, I think like, you know, you give well, even though it shouldn't it shouldn't be considered taking a chance. But, you know, like like the stuff shirts at the studios are less likely to hire certain genders and races and whatnot. So it's almost like it carries more weight. Like when Patty Jenkins got hired for Wonder Woman, like that carried more weight than if it was like McGee doing Wonder Woman, because it's like. She's representing an unrepresented or an underrepresented group. And if she fails, then it's just going to justify the people who didn't want to hire her. They'll be like, all right, well, yeah. you know, well, we, we took a chance on that one and, and look how that turned out. So hopefully Eternals performs well for, for no other reason than, than for that. Oh, I mean, because it's good. <laughs> but, well, yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, it is good to, especially with something like the MCU where, it it has gotten a little stale getting getting some fresh voices and and people in there to do something maybe di- a bit different is a good thing yeah and hopefully they they gave her a little more freedom because you know they, marvel's notorious for for having a lot of control over their filmmakers and stuff so i think people like like Peyton Reed uh with the Ant-Man movies and um John Watts with the with the uh Spider-Man movies I think they're, you know, they're, they're company men, you know, they'll play the game with Marvel. They'll let, they'll let Marvel oversee, you know, a lot more than like a John Favreau or a Joss Whedon did, you know, like Joss Whedon had big problems with them on Avengers too. And you know, that's why he didn't come back. Hopefully they'll, they'll loosen their iron grip a little bit with some properties that aren't so like, you know, Captain America and like, we have to have a yeah. firm hold it, over this. This has to be a success. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that firm grip though worked out really well for them. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't always, I, like I'm not a big fan of it. And like Warner Brothers firm grip over the DC universe and having them interjecting and shit all the time. Uh, boy, that, that's a fucking terrible idea. Yeah. But uh, Kevin Feige did a, did a pretty good job of navigating that franchise to uh, billion dollar status. Yeah, yeah, he he knows. So what he's financially, done. it worked out well, and uh, Disney's not likely to step away from something that's financially working <laughs> out well. 
Well, you know, while we're on the topic of superhero movies, did you see the the latest rumor? I, I think there's still rumors. I think they're unconfirmed. But, you know, everything is right now with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, where there there's a, there was some leaked uh, still photos, I believe, of some Spider-Man costumes, which were, you know, they were like hanging on hangers. But it had, I mean, for all I know, it could actually be fake. But this is just stuff that I absorbed. Um, there was Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire's costumes. There were claims from the set that they're, that they're in it. Um, again, unsubstantiated rumors. Everyone's assuming they are, but we'll, we'll see. It's going into the multiverse of madness. Into the Spider-Verse is probably one of the better performing movies that, uh, you know, Spider-Man movies, certainly, that Sony's produced in a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty much universally loved. So the idea that they would say, hey... Let's let's cash in on that a little bit here. It is not shocking to me yeah. at all. And there was also uh, some leaked pics that I didn't actually see the pics, but I saw art based on them of uh, Willem Dafoe and his Green Goblin. And it's like it's like definitely his his Sam Raimi verse armor, but it's all like like it's been fucked up and like he's replaced it with other chunks and pouches and stuff. And he's got like Doctor Octopus kind of goggles, you know, like circular goggles on. How and, fucking um, old is Willem Dafoe now? Because he was old as fuck back when he was Green Goblin. Oh, <laughs> uh, when he was Green Goblin, I thought he was like in his 40s. Really? Maybe yeah. he just looked older. Which now he would be like 60. Okay, that's not that bad. He's, he's just always looked fairly old. Yeah, he's he's got an old face. Like, yeah. like back in the 80s, like what was he? Was he was it Platoon? Like, you know, he's still, even though he, he wasn't wrinkly, he still had an, an aged man's yeah. face. Yeah. I, mean, I always assumed he was he a lot older than that. I mean, it's possible, but that that was what my assumption was. Let me see. Willem Dafoe, age. Oh, he's 66 years old. Oh, shit. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, still a little old for the Green Goblin, but, uh, you know, why not? I mean, if you, if you well, never mind, no, because they were playing high school kids, but I just saw that James Franco's 43, so I was like, okay, Willem Dafoe's only 23 years older than him, but... That is absurd when they were playing high school kids. Yes. <laughs> I mean, and we already know Alfred Molina's back. Yep, yep. So. Yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it seems like they're setting up the Sinister Six. So they've they've got... As they should. How, did, yeah. how has it taken this long? They've got that? Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus, um, Electro, and then there's talk about Sandman and uh, Lizard. You know, there, there are shots of like sand in the trailer and then there's a shot that, I mean, there, there's all sorts of fucking like super rumor videos that where they've like doctored the video so you can see certain things better. And it looks like, you know, the lizards in a part, I don't know for sure. Um, but then it comes down to see if, if, uh, if Michael Keaton's vulture will be the sixth member or, uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy who was the scorpion in the in the first spider-man movie or who would become the scorpion he was just mac gargan and he had a uh, a scorpion tattoo and by the end he had like some little yeah like spinity thing on his arm because he probably got shattered by getting fucked up by spider-man um so we'll see i don't know as long as they don't bring back weird mechanical rhino <laughs> uh he he apparently it was confirmed that he is not in this movie <laughs> Um, but you know, I'm, I'm happy to see this thing, at least, at least this current incarnation end. like Tom Holland, 
was talking about how when they were filming it, they were treating it like it's the end of a franchise. And he even used that term, franchise. So everyone's like, oh shit, like what's going on? There's all sorts of rumors that it's going back to Sony, like for real this time. And that, you know, a couple of years ago when they had those contract issues and they're like, oh shit, they're breaking up, that they just, you know, re-upped the deal to give him the proper end in the, in the MCU. And maybe there's the option for him to come back for a big crossover, but you know, some, there, there are some, some big indicators that it's possible. I'm not saying anything for sure. I mean, if they were lining it up for a sinister six thing, you think they'd be doing that in this movie? seems like that would be a lot. I mean, I guess unless they just pull them in with no setup, be like, here's these other characters that have been around in other universes. What do you mean? I'm, I, I'm not sure I'm getting it. Are you thinking they might do the Sinister Six in No Way Home or setting it up for a, a subsequent Spider-Man movie? I, it seems like they're going to do it in this movie. Oh boy, that's a lot to do. I mean, it would be cool. I have a feeling... That's a lot. It'll be a lot of people playing a lot of small parts. Like, like if, if we see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, I bet it will be for one fight and maybe one talk. But it's going to be Tom Holland's movie. I mean, Michael Keaton was in the Morbi- the new Morbius trailer. Yep. I, I don't know if that's as Vulture or not, if that's the same character. In yeah, there. he's got to be. I mean, presumably. I mean, I, I mean, it doesn't got to be. It doesn't need to take place in the same universe. But I don't see why they would oh, get yeah. Michael Keaton <laughs> for that for yeah. a role for a, 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 a like a bit role in a Morbius movie unless it was Vulture. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of talk about well, again, this is also conspiracy theory and I think we're probably going long on this Spider-Man fucking bullshit. But um about how the Morbius trailer is like like planting seeds for the Spider-Verse because it's got that that poster in the alley that we've seen for a long time mm-hmm. since the first one, which is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And then in the trailer, it shows an Oscorp building, which was the same Oscorp building as the one in the Amazing Spider-Man movie. And then, you know, the Andrew Garfield movies. And then they've got Michael Keaton from the Tom Holland one. So it's like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? I don't know. Maybe they're just fucking with people to keep them guessing in a trailer. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I mean, and if they're going to retire Tom Holland's, you know, the MCU Spider-Man... Uh, I I can only presume that they would be moving on to Miles Morales next. Maybe. Instead I mean, of another Peter Parker. Uh, because he's he's kind of, I think the world is, is, is ready for a Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. I agree. And, but, but with Tom Holland's MCU Spider-Man ending, that doesn't mean that Tom Holland is done being Spider-Man. MCU doesn't own him at all. So That's it's true. possible that, that Sony will take Tom Holland with them. It's not but, really, but that, the, but that the MCU storyline that they've been doing will be over. And then maybe at the next fucking Spider-Man movie, we can get one where he doesn't have some fucking mentor yeah. or some fucking techno suit. Like, give me a fucking Spider-Man, please. Sorry. <laughs> Curmudgeon. Angry. <laughs> I, I just... I just want a regular fucking Spider-Man. Yeah, a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. You know, I'm I'm about to go back and watch the Amazing Spider-Man movies because for some reason I'm looking back. It's, it's like looking back on a bad relationship where you're like, oh, we had such good times. Like, <laughs> for some reason, my, my memories aren't bad. Like, I need to go refresh myself on them. I, yeah, when I think about it, I think the, the, the thing I liked the least about those movies was the villains. Yeah. Like, I... 
Honestly, I didn't think Andrew Garfield was a bad Spider-Man. Yeah. Or Peter Parker. He didn't need to be skateboarding, but... I mean, why not? I mean, that doesn't bother me. He, it's not well, like that's where I draw the line. Like, wait, Spider-Man wouldn't skateboarding skateboard. Skateboarding motherfucker. He seemed like cool dude Peter Parker. Which, which, you know, we can't always have a nerd. We don't need another nerd, but he seemed like... Like, like Peter Parker shouldn't have an easy time getting laid. And it seems like he really, like, like Andrew Garfield was a fucking ladies man. But then again, he's got Gwen Stacy. Yeah. (laughs) But he's, yeah, that's, that should be where he's cashing in all of his luck. I don't know. Maybe not. And maybe I'm. Yeah. He should be swinging above his weight a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. That went on a while. (laughs) Um, What else we got? Anything happening with Zack Snyder? <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. Nothing. Yep, I... We did Fandom last time. Nothing new since then. Oh, I think I saw a new Shazam trailer dropped, but I did not watch it. Oh, I have not heard. So, good. So that? Yeah. Um, you got a recommendation? Oh yeah, we do those. No, me either. <laughs> I recommend that you go back. Space Oddities number two. Truth. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Back it or share it. Or hell, you know what? Go uh, go check out Bigfoot Knows Karate. Uh, mm-hmm. That ends this next Friday, and uh, I think that's going to be a good book. We we had Dan on to talk about that. I think as our last creators' corner. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. They all got kind of confusing. Yeah, we we recorded a bunch in like a two week period. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, that ends on Friday, and uh, I I backed it, and uh, I, I I think it's going to be a good book. So yeah. That's my recommendation. Oh, shit. I got to recommend something. I feel like I had a recommendation and I totally dropped the ball on it. Like It was something I was watching. Must not have been that good. Paint dry. Yes. Watch paint dry and grass grow. No, I don't. So, yeah. Go check out Space Oddities number two. (laughs) Go check out Space Oddities number one. I mean, uh, to be honest, that is... The only thing on my brain. Uh, you know, also, I, I just did a piece for um, A1 Comics is going to be doing a um, a live auction to benefit uh, St. Jude's. Uh, they do one of these every year. And I think it was last year where they auctioned off a bunch of my original art from uh, from their uh, mystery box that I did. Um, but uh, a bunch of artists, local and otherwise, I think. I know Ron Lim's one of them. Uh, Chris Wisnia, who's a who's a local dude, also he he's fantastic. Um, but I mean, Ron Lim's a fucking legend. You know, like he yeah. if if you were alive during the '90s, like his Silver Surfer was it. I was such a huge Ron Lim fan as as a kid. Like he's probably a a more uh, or a bigger influence on me than I even realize. I yeah. But we were all we're all contributing some uh, some pieces to that. I'm not sure of the date of the actual auction. It may be Wednesday. It may be Friday. They do them live on uh, on Instagram. Um, but I've got a Thor piece going into that that I am pretty bummed that I have to get rid of. <laughs> I like the way this one came out. I usually hate them. There, there's one. There's one or two things that I would change, but. Um, it's for a good cause, so um, go follow them on Instagram, A1 Comics, and um, tune in for their their live sales and their live auction. Is the live sale on Instagram? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, you it's you you chime in in the comment section. You like, you know, hey, maybe I'll recommend that Wednesdays and Fridays live sales. A1 Comics. They got a lot of good books. They put up on a wall. You know, they're it's all like letter coded, and then you'll just say like claim. You know, 
G claim I, and then they'll, and then they'll hold it for you and you go in and buy it. Nice. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I'll put the date of the charity auction in the show notes. So, okay. I'll find that out tomorrow when I drop off the art. Cool. All right. Well, thank you folks for, uh, for joining us. Uh, go, uh, find us on social medias, Facebook, Geek Exploration, the podcast page, Instagram, Geek Exploration podcast, Twitter, Geek Explore pod. You can shoot us a line at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Um, or you can, uh, call us up at 916-ORC-TURD. That is 916-O-R-C-T-U-R-D. Leave a voicemail about anything you want. It can be about comic books, uh, life advice, uh, lactation, uh, <laughs> mountain bike maintenance, um, jump rope skills. And we'll, we'll, uh, play it on the, on the podcast and we'll talk about it oh boy jelly brain john see you later <laughs> uh and if you enjoyed the show uh go give us uh one of those review things um we've got uh we've got one. Oh wait yeah, yeah we do have a review Woo! yeah that's right so let's do that all right uh brand new review finally man it's been a while since we got one uh this is from replicant uh it's it's uh repli cnt i mean Am I just being a dickhead at this point, <laughs> even calling it out? It's replicant. Um, uh, but it's at least it's not a replicant. Yeah. And if you call yourself a replicant, nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> um, so it, this is a five-star review titled Fun and Insightful. It says, uh, Ben and John really have great on-air chemistry. Their choices of topics are great, and I love to hear their banter and opinions. I'm so glad I discovered this show. Uh take that i'm glad you discovered this show too yes yeah and um from what i understand you know this gentleman and he's the one that that uh that hooked me up with a uh yeah, batman, soundtrack batman soundtrack on cd with like a in like a black tin and had, yeah. it had a little booklet from the movie yeah, uh, he's a very nice guy that was that was super sweet and that was rad and i love that soundtrack so much oh, thank you for your review yeah uh so if you want to be like replicant uh, go to uh, Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Those are really the only two places we check. If you're leaving us reviews elsewise, uh, thank you. I appreciate that as well. But yeah. Probably won't ever know about it. Well, I'll take a screenshot and, and yeah. post yeah. it on, on a social know, media. We'll still read it. Like, like, if you want to paint a review of Geek Exploration, the podcast, on the side of your house or a freeway overpass and take a picture of it, we will absolutely read that on the air as well. Bonus points. Uh, we've got uh, Space Oddities. Number two on Kickstarter, in case you hadn't heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, we should have mentioned that on the show. Yeah. Uh, go check that out. Uh, we've got uh, Geek Exploration swag at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com. We are part of the Geekly Grind Podcast Network. We've got a Discord. And uh, our theme song is Celebration by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Bye. Bye bye. Hello, Geek Explorers. My name is Jeremy, and I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind, a site dedicated to all things geeky. From video games to anime, D&D, board games, comics, and more, since 2015, we've worked to provide fresh geek content and reviews weekly. A big part of our content expansion has been the creation of our very own podcast network, of which this very show has become a part of. If you're listening to this, chances are you need no introduction to the awesome commentary that John and Ben are serving up weekly on everything from Saturday morning cartoons nostalgia to recapping Disney's latest crazy announcements and much more. 
However, if you're looking for more podcasts to fill your commute, or maybe you have a new working from home arrangement, we've got a few other shows to spotlight that would be a great addition to any geek's media menu. First, there's Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a fantastic series that spotlights anime and manga, new and old. On Mondays, they review more recent releases, while Fridays are reserved for older titles. Anime not really your thing? How about comic books? Join Lance and Chris over at Comic Book Keepers as they discuss comic books, heroes, and their impact on our lives. Maybe you're a big Dungeons & Dragons fan. Well, I would invite you to join the Knights of the Rolled Table, a comedic and family-friendly audio drama featuring a cast of improv actors bringing their unique flair to D&D. Whatever your geeky interests, chances are we've got a podcast for you, and we're excited to offer convention access, giveaway content, and more as part of our partnership with Geek Exploration in the future. See you out in the Geekosphere.